Thanks for having me, buddy. The United States has graphic violence on television all the time. Cause it's evil! Can I finish? Please, can I finish? Okay, I'm finished. What's going on, you ghastly ghouls and witches? Welcome back to another episode of Can I Finish on the Mighty Morphin Podcast Network. What is uh, everyone going to do today for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a horrible transition. It was a pretty horrible transition. Uh, yeah. coffee, sir, dude. I do, dude. I just woke up, man. Yeah, yeah. You should have I thought of something in my head, but it's Halloween. Today is October Happy. 31st. Happy Halloween, everyone. What episode is this? Six. Six. <gasps> Six. Yes. Dude, don't don't go there. Don't go that way. Nope. Don't do that. <laughs> Six times 111. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's and not what I was expecting, but yes. <laughs> Just don't scare me. That's what it's already Halloween as it is. I don't, I don't need more scary shit going on. Guys, guys, does it feel like it's Halloween today? No. Like, do you it feel doesn't. like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird feeling because, like, I it doesn't know. feel like a normal Halloween. That's that's for sure. No, and it's on a Saturday too. That's the worst thing about it. Like today, that is this year, it's tragic. This year had so many holidays falling on like nice weekends or like you know good days. Everybody was all hyped up 2019 for like the calendar this year, and then it's like October 31st is here. And I mean, people are still celebrating their Halloween like it's whatever's. But it's, are they? it's oh, oh yeah, I've seen people oh. still have Halloween parties. Like you know, it's. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen a lot of posts actually, uh, and that's kind of concerning me a little bit. A lot of people forgot about two. Corona, dude. Wave uh, two. I mean, like, this is wave three. Are you? What are you? What are you talking about? Wave this is still wave one. Oh yeah, whatever. The wave is out there. That's what. This shit never really ever calmed down enough to say that we we ended a wave one. You know. True. Yeah, I guess. Like, like it, it picked up it's a lot in the summer. It calmed down a little bit, and then it's like it's picking up again, but. We never like had to like calm down entirely, and then like other countries had like what zero cases at one point, right? I have no idea. You and then they got back, they like, went back up. Yeah, you know what's like scary too? Yeah, I have a feeling they're going to spike even more. Oh, dude! Well, I'm starting next you, like, month once the elections hit. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What, whoever wins or loses, you know, there's going to be fucking riots or people pissed off or crying about uh, it. That's what know, the dude. expectation I, I, is. I don't, I don't think what, there are. That's what the expectation is, not. and I I feel people are all going to the store too. They're, um, like preparing like in that way. Like, <coughs> the stores are going to be sold out again. Are you telling me to buy a gun, Nate? No, well, or a lot of people are. Them? A lot of no, they're all sold out actually. If you think about it, go 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 to a store. Go find go find one. But I'm saying like it's going to be like the beginning of COVID, like where all the stores are like shelves are cleared off and stuff. So mm. next week, prepare. I don't know. That's what people are saying. No, I don't think so. Because I, I mean, like, right. when I think about it, like, Trump's elected again. It's like it's not. It's not like the country fell apart, like, hundred percent. You know, like it. Like I, I don't agree with like a lot of stuff he was doing, but I don't think this country like fucking fell apart. It because no. of Corona, it is. But if if people, I mean, who knows? I think the only reason why you might see right, it's it's because of the fact that it's been like a really uh riot. You know what? You know? This is a really sticky conversation, and we should probably. Just stop right now. Don't be a pussy. Right. I agree. I agree because uh, I mean, it, it's 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 because like one, we have to be 
like like in the middle when discussing these things because I don't know it's just it's just right now it's too it's too messy like in the in the point where where I'm getting at here is like there's stories I'm hearing if like people like say they're with Biden and Harris like they've been chased in Florida like people have been chasing them down like when it comes to that like that's where I draw the line like that's where I don't even want to talk about anything anymore because then people it's just both. Get, it goes both I've seen both it does sides. it does it does Please. people destroying uh, Trump signs and flags. I don't want to see any of that. You no, just rep your side and you vote, and that's it. Don't do anything vandalizing. I mean, yeah. that's the way. That's the way it goes. Or if it doesn't go that way, then I don't even want to. It's kind of like here. Here, I'll put it this way. Remember how um, I told you guys um, that I didn't like what uh, Khabib did to was it? Remember when when Khabib jumped yeah, yeah. the gate, and then that's what did it for me. Like I tried to get into UFC. And then I'm like, all right, this is this is why I don't like it because I mean, you keep it in the octagon, right? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel with this. Like, if you you, it's either vote fair, you know, make sure you don't burn any ballot boxes and make it unfair. Don't we just gotta don't respect hold. each other, no matter. Yeah, what. And, and that's the problem. That's the problem. No one no one wants to respect anybody at this point. So that's why I don't want to talk about it. All right, let's get to the real important. The real the, voting, the, 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 the real voting, voting that, the, the real voting that matters, and yes. that's the horror characters from the October All right. Madness. All right, who's Trump and who's Biden between Kruger and okay. Michael Myers? Okay, <laughs> okay. Michael Myers is Trump. Is Trump because of that haircut, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, old like Biden. <laughs> oh gosh, I love the way you you managed so, to stick those together. Way to yeah. go! Way great yeah. transition. You're, me and Chris are antsy. Let me finish. Wait, but the only thing is, uh, Biden's a pedophile, isn't he? No, he's not. <laughs> you gotta say it allegedly. You gotta say it allegedly. <laughs> well, literally, so is Trump. I guess. I no comment. Alleged. I, I, I don't want any part of this conversation. <laughs> Everybody, that was Chris Flores. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> Looks like you got uh, some editing to do. So uh, yeah, guys, uh, we just finished up our October, our first annual October Madness, where three weeks ago we voted on the 16 top horror movie characters of all time, and we had a criteria. We ranked them one through 16, and we had them face off in a March Madness style tournament. <clears throat> so after three weeks of just posting pictures and our friends and family voting for them, it came down to number one. Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street versus number three, Michael Myers from the Halloween series. <clears throat> um, I, I feel like it would, it, we, we should actually go down the actual bracket, like due, due diligence to remind people, you know, like <laughs> I did say I was going to make a video, but it's definitely not going to be done in time uh, before the end Mother of October. Yeah, it's okay. Cause it's, we have to right. do the due diligence. So uh, round one, let's just go back basically off round one. Round one was Freddy Krueger. Kruger versus Norman Bates. Obviously, Freddy Krueger prevailed. Uh, Reagan McNeil versus Hannibal Lecter. Uh, Reagan uh, from The Exorcist moved on. Pennywise versus Damian Thorne. Pe uh, Pennywise beat Damian Thorne. Chucky beat... No, no, Leatherface beat Chucky, which was a big surprise to me uh, when we were in the earlier voting stages. Uh, when, when the hosts could vote. Um, <laughs> Michael oh, yeah. Myers... Versus Jigsaw. I, obviously, we know who won that one. Michael Myers. Uh, Ghostface versus Ghostface versus Pinhead. Pinhead prevailed on that one, beating Ghostface. And then Fireface versus Leprechaun, which was, a, I think, one, one of our closest matchups earlier on. Um, 
Fireface beat uh, Leprechaun. And then our last battle was Carrie versus Jason Voorhees, in which Jason moved on to face Fireface in the quarterfinals, which Jason beat Fireface. And then Michael Myers beat Pinhead. Um, and then Pennywise beat Leatherface. And then Freddy Krueger be- beat Reagan McNeil. The semifinals went on. Obviously, this was just a nice little battle between um, really good characters, in my opinion. So this is where it got really heated. Freddy Krueger beating Pennywise in the semifinals to go to the finals. And then Michael Myers beating Sergio's choice of Jason Voorhees to go to the final, in which he is about to tell us the final cast votes. Let me tell you guys right now. This has been the most votes that we received, like from any battle. Hmm. Right, I think people really saw the numbers and they saw that it was the finals and they started voting. I Actually, I pr- I promoted I promoted like what I did this morning. Uh, it kind of helped boost it a little bit. I uh, said happy. I sent a happy Halloween message. I kind of like went in the DMs and just sh- sh- uh, shot it to everybody. Said happy Halloween. I hope everyone has a spectacular day. Watch, be safe, and watch lots of scary movies. And then I said. Who, who would you choose in this battle, uh, Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers? Uh, f- five more hours to vote on my Instagram story. And then uh, when a couple people participated and I, you know, chit-chatted with a few of them, picked up a possible podcast um, um, guest for next Wednesday. So stay tuned for the Nathan Scott show uh, for that one. It's going to be great uh, if you don't want to, you know, stick your head in anything politics and get your head away from that. But uh, yeah. Get your head in the game. But yeah, I'm excited. I am excited for this battle. Let's go. Well, the results came in. Uh, I think it was the first time we cracked 100. Uh, maybe not the first time, but it was one of the first times in a while where we cracked nice. 100, everybody. The winner of October Madness for scariest horror movie character goes to with the vote of 58 to 55. Ooh. Michael Myers. What? Dang! Yeah, you started close. off with. Bro, I called tampering. Nate was tampering. <laughs> what? Message people privately. But I didn't. But I did not tell people to vote for Michael Myers. That is I'm the thing. Fucking... I left. I left it open. <laughs> I left it open. It was close though. Dude, that was a close battle. That was good. That was great. We had a hundred and uh, what is thirteen total voters. 113 so total for sure voters. it was the most a lot of these went up to like double digits for like both characters i think on my story it was like 17 to 14 for freddy krueger on mine my uh, i think one. on my my story uh my personal was 19 to 9 uh yeah. michael myers winning that one and uh we could go into why we think i mean no one really messaged me the like their points of why of like why uh actually there was one person that mentioned uh something give me one second if i can pull it up real quick uh yeah, they had a point they had a, a point for freddy krueger actually so this weighs uh on you here uh chris let me see for definitely freddy michael can get you in your sleep but freddy can get you in your dreams so that 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 comment there helped out chris and his vote uh that was a the actual possible guest for wednesday um I just loved a little bit of the feedback because this one was a, a, a overall great battle. You know, you, you think of the two characters as being probably the most iconic of, of the three, including Jason, which Sergio chose uh, in the last battle against me. Um, 
is you, you just, especially now, if you're looking on social media, you're seeing a lot of people post pictures of, of their cosplay. I would call it cosplay Halloween. That's what it is because normally people go out and trick or treat and then take pictures out in the dark. But this time people are actually like getting really creative with makeup and, um, doing props in their rooms and doing a little bit, being a little bit more photogenic when it comes to this Halloween, like, uh, DJ Envy, uh, host of the breakfast club. Um, he actually took photos with his wife. They did like, a in a green Lamborghini, a Freddy Krueger, uh, shoot. So they both wore the Freddy Krueger outfits, painted faces looking like they're burnt. And it was, uh, it was really cool. So there's a lot to look forward to in this, uh, Halloween. If you're not out trick or treating, you know, feel free to, do what cosplayers do put some makeup on dress up and make it more of a photogenic thing to happen but what'd you guys think of this battle well i'll tell you nate it's complete bullshit (laughs) 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 no i mean it was close that was fucking dope i'm i'm glad that everyone uh you know there's a lot of people voting i personally don't get it like as far as but that's just my you know i think freddie's way scarier Honestly, I thought you were gonna win. I, I thought this was I thought this was your 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 uh, so bracket to win, uh, and and I'm surprised. I actually like uh, you saw I was I had my hands up early there. I was I was in celebration early, and then I was already waiting for Sergio to say not you. And I wasn't. You should have heard my heartbeat when you said. <laughs> I was like, I wait. <laughs> but 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 Sergio, your thoughts on like the battle overall? Like you obviously thought well, Kruger was gonna win, but what what do you think people saw in Myers that they didn't see in and like my 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 argument was always real quick my before you answer my argument was always um, the fact that like Michael Myers ha- has that ability to just keep on creeping, keep on creeping. Like you can actually defeat Freddy if you get creative in your own dreams. Yeah. What a lot of people don't know is that they they don't have that they have the power in their dreams, but they're just too scared to actually dream of something that they can save them. You know. I think when you break it down, as far as like which horror movie character is like scarier, I don't know. The criteria was like really uh, based on horror, like which one's scarier. That's how we voted. Yeah. But I think like our followers and like our friends and stuff like that, like they didn't put into consideration like the uh the scariness or like the realistic which one would be scarier in real life you know well to to let the listeners know uh once again this was the criteria that we had out for october madness bracket it was one level of creepiness two does the movie does the movie and or movies scare you and three do they stay in your head so with those being said i mean it honestly makes this final like an open casket because it's like like they're both creepy in a sense you know i I think at the end of the day like they voted off their favorite character i'm sure of it i'm sure you know because i noticed that like when i put certain characters up i i got less votes than when i put other characters in michael myers like freddy krueger they they were getting the most votes like pennywise if it wasn't if it wasn't them in the battle then like i wasn't getting as many votes but um i mean if you think about movie wise too freddy krueger was like super 80s like kind of not our generation's horror movie character. That's true. I, I think I think the nineties consider more like Scream as like our iconic one. Yeah. I, but, I um, agree with that. Like Michael Myers, he's been around since the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens. Like he's had four generations of like 
and good decent movies, you know, like a decent storyline. And I think I think listeners look at that and they kind of like they use that as voting. I think that's why Pennywise made it so far too, was because how relevant he was. That's and, true. Uh, if, if I I think if Pennywise would have faced almost anybody, like if he would have faced Jason, he probably would have went would have went to the finals. You know, I think that like longevity and also like recency bias plays a big part in voting. Oh, definitely. I think that's what carried Pennywise so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we hadn't seen a new a newer uh, Pennywise, I think he would have stayed down. Like, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If if the if the new it movies weren't around, like, and we would have used just that character from the '90s, I don't think he would have. I was talking to uh, to Chris about possibly for next October, uh, all who made it to the quarterfinals in that range would be the cutoff to re-enter in the next year's bracket, the 2021 October Madness, right? Oh, and then yeah. we would include, for to make it to the 16, we would include brand new characters. Yeah, we could do that. There's a bunch of characters we could still do. Yeah, yeah. And then there, this gives us ideas for more uh, like themes for another uh, madness bracket, like yeah. a sci-fi madness bracket, sci-fi film madness say. bracket. Like we would do films. Chris mentioned we can do the like actual films or like I would like to do a, um, a sports film, best f- sports film or ba- specifically uh, best space baseball film bracket and the base yeah. best football film bracket. You know, we could do something like that. Yeah, we could, we could do them for the rest of the months too for other stuff like when baseball season starts exactly season starts you know we can exactly. like break it down like that but uh, that was the first october madness yeah i'm so happy that it, for voting yeah that was, exactly. uh, that was fun yeah, that was you guys, fun. You guys made posting fun and yeah resulted. i had some no. friends that chimed back anthony he he was fucking really uh he was really offended when Hellraiser was uh was voted off. <laughs> I understood what he was coming from because he was just saying like, dude, I think like, like he was looking at the criteria. I think more and being like, I think this character is scarier. Plus, and, Anthony uh, actually watches movies too, like more than yeah, the average like, guy. Yeah. Do you think yeah. next next year we'll have more like solid criteria so that people can focus on? I think I think next year what we could do if if we start it early, like maybe like late September, uh, late September. We can make like add more characters and break it down into a group brackets. stage. A group yeah. stage. No, yeah, exactly. Like I, I've seen Champions some League style. Well, they well they do like thirty two, right? And like they do what, what is it like? It's sixteen divided, so it's like eight people. You do eight the first eight movies. You do it on just a specific one, like demonic, or like spiritual, or and then you can do one that's like mental, and uh, you know what I'm saying like psychological horror, and then you can do like creature horror. And they could do like slasher horror. And it's like, you have to get out of that bracket to make it to the final four Ooh. where it's like your type of horror. Nice, I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've seen a bunch of ones like that where they break it down into like specific brackets. And then like that one who gets out of that bracket. That way it's not just like, that way you don't get like one versus 16 like we did this year where it was an iconic character versus just a freaking Norman Bates, you know? Like, I think next year it'll be fun to like add that like those characters and like break them down into their specific categories who's number one slasher who's number one like the demonic who's number one creature that's cool i i I really like um what we have here with the like maybe possibly like turning the podcast platform into like a continuous thing where we continuously talk about brackets and 
breaking down like you know like i said films like sports and all that all that type of stuff it, it reminds me of like what could be of like a versus like you know how you know what versus is versus where they get like hip-hop artists no. and match them together that's what oh, they've been doing uh, yeah well, on instagram on yeah versus. it's really cool um but yeah i just want to say thank you to everyone who voted um and uh yeah it was fun making the post like you said it was uh, fun and I'm getting better at making like social media content. So it was, it was part yeah. of the learning uh, curve here. Yeah. Thank you to everybody. Um, so that Get means it. I get $30 to Wingstop. Thank you guys. I appreciate oh, that. Do, do. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you uh, 15 the Buffalo yep. Wild Wings to change it up a little bit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'll take any, as long as there's wings that I can eat, then that's where I'll be. Dude, having dude, my let, treat. Let, me do, let me do a little plug right now. Okay. You do that. Thursdays. At Buffalo Wild Wings, they have BOGO. Let me tell you guys right now, it was a pleasant surprise. We got Buffalo Wild Wings a couple of days ago, like, yeah, maybe like two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, freaking, we go and we look online. My girl's mom is like, oh, um, get me uh, 10 boneless wings right now because it's BOGO. So we're like, all right, cool. Like, we'll do the same thing. So, I, you know, I get 10. Uh, I get 10 wings of, or I get five and five garlic parmesan. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Basically, all I'm trying to say is like, it's fucking literally like half off wings. You buy one, you get one free. So, I got ten wings, and I ended up getting twenty. So oh, you're telling me that I can spend your gift card on Thursday? Thank you. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get your wings up now. Okay, either way, <laughs> either way, I will be content. All right, guys. Since today, Venmo, uh, since today, or I'm sure they do like online gift cards and then you can just send me the code. I think that's how nah, that I happens. Nah, I'll just see one person. Okay. <laughs> 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 2022? <laughs> when COVID is yeah, over? we can go eat in the restaurants. When we can eat in the restaurants. All right, so uh, I want to toss this at you guys. So how many of you guys? Uh, what do you toss? Rotten tomatoes. Salad? Rotten tomatoes. Oh. Okay. What you what do you get? Do you guys uh, go to like Rotten Tomatoes? I like, love Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. That's why well, I take all my movie opinions. <clears throat> no. Well, once in a while, I'll like go to like an article that they have, and I found an actual article that has to do with uh, what we are trying to do here on Halloween for you. If you're listening on this day, or go on. Uh, the <laughs> top, the top twenty five scariest on. movie scenes of all time. Um, <laughs> it. Uh, we'll just do thumbs up or thumbs down. Well, Chris, you, you actually... No, I'm just going to choose oh, okay. random ones. Okay. So uh, let me know if this scene is scary or not for you guys. Just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. The Exorcist, 1973. The scene with the spinning heads. Yes. That one, that one creeps you out? That scene that alone? Nah. Nah? I thought there was other scarier scenes in that movie, to be honest. Mm, okay what about scene wise scariest scene like make sure that your heart is pounding here jaws 1975 the opening yeah. scene the what the opening scene Nah. yes okay the ocean Here's, is a scary bitch yeah it is yeah, i hate the ocean uh it hates me too you don't um, think here, demonic possessions are scary you yeah, just they are. a story last week about what i've seen exorcisms. yeah and their heads didn't spin so you weren't scared when that happened? 
No. So you were so you were scared when like people were throwing up and screaming, but if you saw somebody's head spin around, you'd be like, eh. Dude, <laughs> maybe it's his not real. Score. We're just talking about the scene in general, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, so it's not real. or like or like this scene, the psycho uh, shower scene, nineteen sixty. Um, this one's funny because like I showed my brother this one, and he never wants to watch Psycho ever again. Really? Yeah, he, I remember he said he was telling me that he was scared in the shower. This one scared him in the shower. How about this one? This one's definitely I've a thumbs a up for me. Parody of it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the Ring, two thousand two, seven. Uh, the the cursed video. So the the well scene. Scary. That's definitely yeah, scary. Sure. Definitely. All right, last one here. I am going to choose the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. Ooh. Uh, get uh, it's. I would say like the first scene when you first like when it first breaks out of the the ice. You know what? Can I tell, can I tell a little fun uh, movie uh, directing fact about that movie? No. Yeah, okay, go for it. There's a there's a movie called the uh, horror in wet, red white and blue where it breaks down like horror movies from like the 1910s all the way to like the 2020s right or 2010s, mm-hmm. but they're talking about in the movie the thing. If you if you notice uh the director who's a John Carpenter right he he directs yes, yes, it and yes, yes, yes. he he kind of breaks it down where like doors are opening a lot right the whole movie you see doors open a lot and it's kind of foreshadowing, so when they finally open the door to the outside and the things like standing right there it kind of like. The whole time you're hearing doors open and close and you don't really think about it. And then that one split second where something's behind it, like it creeps you out because you're not expecting it, you know? Yeah. It was, it was just cool how they, they broke that down. I was like, oh, sure, that's pretty nice. Like you don't think about that as watching a movie. Unless like, exactly. you really like movies that you kind of, you can kind of see what's going to get foreshadowed. I, I'm, when, you, when, you, when we're talking about scary movies here, I'm, I am more of a fan of uh, like, the like the psychological like the creepiness vibes from the films but the ones that really like haunt me are the ones that have like the gruesomeness like for example here are some uh, gruesome scenes from like films this one's not a horror film but 127 uh 27 hours a 2000 film with james franco where he gets his hands uh it's actual true story of a rock climber who gets his arm stuck in uh, the rock and then he has to like cut his own arm off that's a pretty gruesome scene uh, Prometheus, 2012, uh, the scene where she uh, gets the uh, alien out of her stomach in this like um, machine that it, like kind of like gives C-sections, it heals people and stuff like that. Basically, cuts her open and staples her up right on on the sc- big screen. Uh, Misery, 1990. Have you guys seen that movie? Oh, and she breaks his feet. The feet scene. That that's where you kind of cringe right there. I love what he's like. Please don't. Yeah, it's bam. it's bam. Hostel, hostel is uh, I Ooh, think this was, I mean, anything in hostel is is gruesome. Yeah. So I don't. Okay, know. Which, is, which which is the most gruesome one from you? Uh, I don't know. It's the in, first one is... in 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 general, like oh, from all of yeah. these. Oh, oh I hadn't like, I hadn't even gotten to vo- four. Number four, four is probably the one that I brought up in class, in my Zoom class the other day. Uh, this is the most creepiest, gruesome thing I've ever seen, and this is Cabin Fever, two thousand two, uh, the shaving scene. Oh, I remember that one. It's it's not it's not brilliant for me to see. It's not. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> I watch it every every so often on a uh, Sci-Fi when it was on, but uh, that's what I can think of from this list being the most terrifying, gruesome. But uh, in most recent films, I would say the most gruesome thing that I've seen. And I would com- combine these films together because it happens in both of these films. 
um, Terrifier, Art the Clown, basically hangs this girl upside down and then like cuts her like right in the, the middle. Sauce of a JJ. Yes, it's basically the Bone Tomahawk situation where uh, what's his name is in the the jail cell and like he hasn't like nowhere to like look besides what these uh, Neanderthal creatures are doing to this person and cutting. That's racist, him. Nate. That's racist. Is it? No, I'm just joking. Oh gosh, <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. Those I are like creatures, anyways, from like the movie. So Wait, they're humans, bro. Just are they? Yeah, they're humans. <laughs> I guess I didn't really pay attention to the movie. After after the Redskins changed their name, he completely just Native Americans the same anymore. (laughs) They're not humans. (laughs) (laughs) No, I guess I didn't really pay attention to that movie. I don't. I guess I I thought they were like uh, the hills. Cannibals, bro. Yeah, they're Jesus. just like cannibal, like uh, Native Americans, right? Or, or like got it, got it. Uh, That's what I thought. Yeah, got it, got it. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. The, the, <laughs> those those were some scary, gruesome scenes that I can think of. I just want to share that with the listeners because, say, you're not listening to it, uh, this podcast today on Halloween, you're spending time with your family, obviously. But if you, you know, have uh, some time, you know, in the month of November to watch some scary movies, you know, and get a good fright. These are the movies you want to watch. That's all I got. I got something. That's all I got. What What is the best Halloween candy? This is the real debate right here. Candy corn. Dude, we should, we should have done that. We should have done that. We should have bracket that. We should have done a. a... That would have done. That would have had way, way more votes. To be honest, dude, that would have crazy votes. Yeah, we we could go with Reese's cups all day. day. Yeah, I would trade for the Reese's cups. Yeah, isn't it funny how like isn't it funny how like you kind of have to like think about like fantasy football aspect wise? Like, all right, I'll trade you all of my Smarties. And my tootsie rolls for all of your Reese's. Dude, and like, I'm I'm a sour candy. I'm a sour candy person myself. So sour patch kids, uh, yeah, usually gets packets. the pull for me at a little packet. So those are good. It's all about it's all. You know which ones I actually started liking a lot recently are Kit Kats. Ooh, you never liked Kit Kats before? Kat. No, I did, but like now I'm just like, damn, I really want a Kit Kat. That that but, gram. All-time favorite candy though is uh, cookies and cream Hershey bar. Ooh, those That's are my, my favorite when I'm drinking. Uh, those are my favorites of all time, right there. Or or on like uh, s'mores. Oh yeah. You oh know, like, yeah. Those are just like s'mores. those are the ones I've been drinking a lot. I can't hear you, Nate. I like all sour candy, sour candies. Uh, but if it comes to chocolate bars that I'll devour in a second, it'll be Twix, Snickers, oh, yeah, Twix. and um, the Three Musketeers, like. Like I've never yeah. been a big fan of them, but like Man. if I see them, then just like eat it. <laughs> what is the I don't, worst? I don't eat a lot of candy either. The, the worst, worst chocolate bar is probably hundred grand. All right, I can't remember how those look like. Toblerone, right. but people like Toblerones actually. I, I'm not gonna. It has to be something weird like that. Yeah, that I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> like the, like the I think the weirdest no, one. You know no, almond joys are good. An, I don't mind an almond joy once in a while. Yeah. I think I, I think uh, the the random unique chocolate bars they're like custom to like small towns that where they came from you know and stuff like that so I think I'd rather have a Baby Ruth. Oh, I know, I know what the worst candy like I don't know about chocolate bar but oh Tootsie Baby Ruth is good. 
I, I actually somebody brought in baby roots the other day. They're pretty good. Hey, can you guys? But, yeah, in, on the, in the background. Uh, anything distracting in the background? A little yeah. bit, but it's not that bad. Okay, good. Just wanted to check. Sorry. Oh, I mean you, me. I have some fucking Mexican guys are now working on a house next door, and they're playing some like romantic Mexican music. There's a bakery in my kitchen right now, so sorry. Ooh, uh, oh, that's what we should do today. Bake some like Halloween stuff. Yeah. My my mom made churro cheesecake bread. What? I don't know what it was oh, like. That sounds fucking delicious, it, dude. I tried it. It was delicious. It was like a churro on the outside, a cheesecake in the inside. It was like a little Danish what type the... bread. It was so good. Sounds like diabetes. I mean, <laughs> heck. <laughs> I, she just fed yeah. it to a diabetic, so. I'll, I'll, have, to, <laughs> I'll have two. <laughs> I had to shoot up extra insulin. I was I was heated before this. I was heated before this podcast. That oh, why now, Nate? <laughs> no, it was my fault because I, because of my machine. I have this little phone right here, and it controls my insulin pod, and uh, a little screen popped up, and I accidentally hit the deactivate pod, and I had just changed it. Oh. So I was like, son of a bitch, like I had just changed it. And it's like, now I have to poke myself again. And it was annoying, but Oof. at least I, I got it out of the way. Yeah. Let's see. I, I got a question for a horror movie. Wait, did everyone answer the candy question? Yeah. Reese's. Reese's okay, and okay. Uh, cookies and cream Hershey's. Okay. Sour patch number one for me. Let's see. What has been the most disappointing horror movie that you've seen recently? Hmm. I can really pull this one up, actually. Uh, someone think of something else because I have to f- uh, find this movie real quick. Uh, oh, I know. It was a werewolf answer. movie. Werewolf. <gasps> it's not a werewolf in London. It was oh, the it most. Better not. It was yeah, the most. Just... It was the most recent werewolf movie. Like the last time I visited my family in Sacramento, I took me, and my cousin, uh, Jake, and Haley. We went to the theater to see that werewolf movie. What, what the heck was it? It was like two thousand nine. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. I know what you're talking about. Tell me, tell me. Yes, 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 yes. Cursed? Cursed? I think it's called Cursed. No, that's uh, Action Film 2020. (laughs) Uh, Let me see. Werewolf. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to pull it up right now. Hold on. Let me see. How? No, it wasn't how. Where? Are you it sure was like it was two- cursed? The Wolfman? What about the Wolfman? 2010. Oh, 2010. Uh, the Wolfman. Del Toro? I like yeah. that one. Was it that one? I remember no. that one. That one was actually that one, okay. that one was like really mainstream. Well, I don't no, know. Maybe it was. Like no, it this this one this one was the one I saw. It was I remember I said 2009-ish. This is 2010. I remember seeing this movie in the theaters with my cousins. And this was probably the first movie that I ever fell asleep to in the theaters. That's <gasps> a lie. No. What, did you, what did you like about it? How? I don't know. I, I don't remember it. So you know what? I'll do my due diligence and rewatch it. How about that? It wasn't. It, I don't know. I, I didn't it was, love it's it, been but so I long. didn't think it was that bad. It was, it's been so long. Like The thing that interests me about werewolves is I think the one movie that makes me like attracted to werewolves the most is um, Kate Beckinsdale. What's Oh, Underworld? Red Helsing? Underworld. Underworlds. The Underworld movies, like when I got into those movies like really early, like that's what I liked about werewolves. And then I, I, I was like, oh, this movie looks like it would be something along the lines. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm seeing this here. What is this? The Wolfman remake to star Ryan Gosling in a Transformer oh, yeah, role? That. It's because they're trying to but, reboot all the original yeah. Universal Monster movies. 
Ryan Gosling like, uh, is. Uh, Jesus. Okay. Well, that's yeah, an interesting one. thing I just clicked on. <laughs> I, I'm kind of down for that. that. Sounds awesome to me. Yeah, I, I like. It depends who directed it too, though. Nah, yeah, I would but... actually like Ryan Gosling to be uh, Dracula. Nah. Honestly, uh, I, I can see it too, though. I'd really like. I'd really like that to happen. He really deserves to be a Dracula. You know, you, you know, you know what I kind of wish I had like a, like a, like a nice little grip on like those uh, classic horror films and was like doing them. Guillermo del Toro. Oh yeah. Well, he loves. If he kinda, if he he loves just, that stuff. That's yeah. Why. Like if you kind of like to go over and was like, all right, we're doing it like this this universe, you know. I went to his exhibit at the LACMA, which was one of the most amazing experiences ever. <clears throat> I actually still have like the booklet, um, of which like has uh, all the art pieces that were in that exhibit. Dude, he's a huge horror movie buff. Yeah, I love I love him, dude. I uh, yeah. rewatched The Shape of Water most recently, and uh, I think uh, anyone who says that movie is not amazing uh, doesn't really want to appreciate films for what they really are. Isn't that a porno? <laughs> what? <laughs> shape of Water. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> I don't know, Chris. You're the one that watches it, so tell me <laughs> the well, parody. Saw it. The Shape of Water. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't watch that parody, bro. What like water? <laughs> <laughs> good lord uh i um, think the most disappointing horror film that i have seen recently oh yeah, go for it. is uh midsummer ah you're really gonna do this right now i have to do it dude you're gonna do I this right to, now tell I me tell me on this movie to everybody tell me tell me what's wrong with the movie tell me the movie's way too long mm-hmm. two and a half hours long and well, i be lucky you didn't see the director's cut be lucky you didn't see the director's cut the director's way too like He's way too sprung on like long shots and drawn out scenes. And I like a movie that like it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And this one it does. But it, <laughs> it, it it's it's boring. To me, like there's uh, no really like there's no really like uh, No phone. You took the phone away. Oh yeah, I was watching the whole time. Like okay. I was like really, I was trying to like it because I heard so much about it. I heard good things about it. I didn't I didn't see the reviews on it until after and the movie's really split. Like, universally, think, it's really split. Sergio, hold on, I'm still I talking. Think, I'm still talking. Hold, on, hold on, I'm still talking. Can I finish? You didn't say it. Yes. You, you, you got to say it. Okay, go. There's, there's some scenes that got me interested, and I thought I was going to see, like, a really, like, cultish mentality. Uh, the movie's already, like, a, a year or two old now, so I, I'm, it's going to be spoiler-filled right now, guys. If, if you haven't seen it, you can go watch it. If you don't really care, you want to just listen to me rant right now, then you can listen to it. But, I mean, the whole the whole aspect of, like, it's supposed to be a cult mentality and a lot of it's like psychological, like how the girl deals with it. It, it didn't do it enough for me to like, to be warranted that horror film or to be praised as much as it did. Cause I think like the same director directed hereditary. Have you seen hereditary Chris? Yeah. It's kind of like the same vibe, but it's just like 45 to an hour longer. And he kind of just, a lot of that movie is because he dragged, he drug out the, the scenes and like long shots and there's a part where like th- this guy's he's having sex with a chick and it just keeps like coming back to that scene of him boning and like people around him are like chanting and like they're massaging him and it's like a lot of shots of him just like boning down i'm just like <laughs> after i see the movie i'm like why like, did it make you uncomfortable no it just made me kind of like okay why is this dragging on so long are you like, like i wish lo- i could lo- last that long oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> Especially that position. But, like, uh-huh. I'm saying, like, a lot of it was just, like, in my mind, I was like, why is this longer than it should be? 
what is like the story going to resolve? I get it. It's all like psychological. It's all about like how she handles um, the situation that happened to her earlier on in the movie. How she handles it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. It's just for me, it was overhyped. There was a scene where like they talk about those two older people that come out of that built that, uh, that room and like they're at that big long dinner table. And I'm just like, this shit's getting dragged on for quite a while. And then we see finally why. And then that shit got dragged on for a while. People get killed off like nothing. And there's no really, like, they don't really show, like, the gruesomeness, which I thought was gonna, I was going to see more of. But, I mean, the director's not about that, you know? Like, even in Hereditary, like, that one major scene wasn't as gruesome. But, I don't know. It just, like, it was more disappointing because I feel like director, it's like, this is, like, his niche now is doing these kind of movies, drawn-out scenes, long scenes, like, freaking good shots, like, good um, score, but the freaking, I, I think I think he lost focus on the on the storyline, and then that's why it was disappointing to me. Go ahead and I defend see. it. I, think- I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to defend it. I'm just saying um, this movie is not for you to say I like it or not. I think, why? I think it's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's designed for people to say, like, like I think like the director in a sense, he's obviously written himself into um, a story that people need to dig deeper into. This movie is not like, oh, I want, I want you to like this movie. I want, I want to scare you. And, and he's saying it's no. not for simpletons like you. It, you have to, <laughs> you have to actually see what the director is actually saying and trying to to portray in his art. Like, this isn't a movie that says like, oh, slap the Avenger sticker on it and say you better like this shit. No, it's not for that. It's like you, to to really appreciate this film, you have to dissect it, watch it multiple times, and understand why each scene means what it means. She's obviously going through trauma from, like you said, from what she experiences in the beginning in the film, which what I call it as a wrecking ball. That shit hits you like no other. That scenario in general, like to, to, to lose what she lost, now going through the emotions, you have to think, now this is a movie that I have to follow this person who is going through a traumatic thing. Now you're following Danny's um, journey of trying to cope with the loss right so now put yourself in the scenario you lose what she lost and then you you're trying to cope with a a boyfriend who who basically is getting ready to like leave you you know like like just think of her scenario and put yourself in her shoes is what i'm asking and then try to kind of understand what the director is trying to tell you from what i hear it's um uh, the director, I think, is a he wrote this story in a sense of like a breakup, coping with the breakup, I believe. And they, I think you just you can't like I don't like the movie. Like I'm not saying I like the movie. Like it's horrifying, oh, and I, I'm disturbed by the things that I've seen in the movie, and it creeps me out. But I'm not gonna just say I'm never gonna watch this movie ever again. I I want to understand why the movie is what it is i want to see why what in what in the right mind this is why i watch horror movies actually because i want to know am i capable of of fearing what others have created i think you it's just challenging yourself to uh like you got to think like the most cruel i i and 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 demonic person can think of something scary right but for someone to actually put it into a film where you have to actually critique and understand every meaning, you don't open up a, a cursed witch book 
right off the bat, uh, off the back, right? You you have to try to see like, okay, how can I understand this? How can I not read this in 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 a sense that I'm going to activate a curse or something? You know, you have to be like, all right, well, this is a witch's book. I'm not going to fucking jump right into it. I have to analyze it and say, all right, got to be careful with this. I don't know. It's 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 this movie isn't to be liked, is what I'm saying. Like it's it's to be dissected I, and I think understood. You went about this the wrong way. Do I? Am I? My opinion. Okay. Because some people do like this. So I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I think Serge is just a moron. So just leave it at that. <laughs> um, I mean, and that's not to say, and I'm not saying like, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to defend the movie and like, it's not like a, an amazing movie, but it gets you thinking, you know, it gets you thinking on like, how can I understand what the director is really saying? And And that's, that's the creepy thing. You know, we don't know what goes on in our lives. What, what stories and things that happen to us can affect others, right? So when someone goes out of their way to to write a script that is has more meaning to it than I want to just scare the audience, uh, that that's what that's what the more deeper search is, uh, and and what creeps me out. Like I already want to see what the heck was wrong with this. I want to meet this director. I want to say what what have you gone through in your life that you would think of something like this? You know, that's what you know, interests the, me. Creeps me out. The, the biggest thing about this movie... Wait, Chris, have you seen it? Not yet. You motherfuckers, why are you talking shit? <laughs> I think I... Honestly, honestly, I think I think we can do a film cast on this. If if we can all sit down and, and watch it, the, the director's cut, and actually do a sit down and respectively just break down each scene and see what we thought, I think that's what, yeah. what we can do to respect the film. Because at this point, only me and you have seen it, and Chris hasn't, so he can't really have yeah. like a way... The thing about this movie, like, to be honest, that got me the most, like, out of it after I watched it and I really thought about it was the director seems really pretentious to me, you know? Like, I feel like, I feel like you, you see things and it's like, like, if you don't get it, you think to yourself, like, oh, well, maybe it's because of this and it makes you think more, right? But it's like, I've seen good movies where they don't make you think that much and, like, it, they cut to the chase and, like, they get the story across this guy seems more like he's about like the art of it and like he loses just track of the storytelling and like he ends up trying to pick it up by adding scenes and like drawing them out and making you think and it's like that that's what got me i'm not about like those kind of movies where it's like i have to like look at it and appreciate the long shot and like the unnecessary like uh, repetition and stuff like that i mean there's some movies that i do like that at that's what that's i appreciated in uh in the witch which i recently watched the, the witch shot. is another one where it's good because that one actually, like, I think the storyline pr- progresses good. You see the daughter, and, like, they already got kicked out because of the mom. And then now the daughter, she loses the baby, and then the family's kind of, like, falling apart because of that. And she's kind of, like, the uh, she's the oldest daughter, so she kind of, um, like, 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 you don't really see her turning until, like, the very end, you know? Like, she never There's... really turns. It's, it's, it's always, like, situations that you think it's because of her, and then at the end, you finally realize that. It probably there's there, there's an article on uh, vox.com uh, for midsummer ending like they kind of like explain it here in a bit I'll kind of just read a little bit of it I'll try not to give anything away it says midsummer is not the kind of film where there's puzzle or a mystery to be solved but I think the best way to think about what's happening is in the last section is through some of the clues dropped throughout the film where Danny's journey throughout midsummer in the early scenes, we see that inside Danny's apartment and it's useful to note how it's 
how it's decorated. On either side of her couch are two paintings, one of the series of moons indicating the passage of cycles of time, presumably. On the other, a rather wild-looking one that appears to be a woman running across corpses. There are also plants all around Danny's apartment in stark contrast to the snowy landscape outside. So, like, that's also something that you have to really pay attention to uh, to when you're in the beginning of the movie. Like, I've got the second time around watching it, I actually re- realized I'm like, wow, like, like when you look at like her room, it very much symbolize and the paintings that go on in there, it very much symbolizes of what was going on in in the cult area. Like, like I don't know, there's just too much things that you really have to dissect, and that's what I'll be doing. I'll, I'll probably watch Midsummer again next October, and I'll give it another go. Maybe this time I'll write some notes down because I think with a movie like that, you just have to do your due diligence, and it is just more than meets the eye. I hate that though. That's what makes films like amazing. Film, That's what makes no, films, not for me. bro. That is not what made me, me want to become a filmmaker. Donnie Darko was the first film that made me want to watch movies over and over and over again. When a movie makes me want to watch it over and over again, right after, right from back to back, like that's what filmmaking. That's pure filmmaking right there. Like that's to understand, to to understand the other. But don't get me wrong. Like I get, I get. There are some films that you want to just relax on, like. Obviously, uh, movies that you can just throw on with like an Adam Sandler film, but like you know, there's some movies that I think you really have to appreciate in a sense of uh, there's movies discovering. like Memento and like, like that, like that. You yeah. know, those make you think like what the okay, you know what I'm saying? Like those movies, those movies make you think in the story well. That's line. how Tenet was. I didn't understand right. Tenet. I only saw it once that's in another IMAX, one. and I still haven't seen it. I mean, again, Th- this one for me was more just like like he was being artsy fartsy. And that's I, I've I've never really liked movies like that where it's artsy fartsy. Someone broke it down, dude. Someone even said like somebody some reviewer was like talking about like like he was comparing it to twenty twenty uh no two thousand one a space odyssey, and he was saying that the director was trying to go that route, but he doesn't like he was giving more props to uh to two thousand one a space odyssey. He was saying like this guy did it right. It's like this guy he was trying to go that route, but he kind of he failed. I'm saying like I don't think the fi- I don't think the film's horrible. Like it was good to watch, but like fuck, man. If I watch it once and I didn't really like it, like to go back and have to like take notes and like break everything down, like that's not fun anymore. But to think, me, at least. To be to be fair, I think you don't want to be a filmmaker though. Like, and you don't want to be. Why though? No, I'm because saying like I don't like that film. Okay, like you you think you you see that's oh. this is a problem with the film. You start no, 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 thinking no. like, oh, if you don't like it, you don't want to be filmed, you know? I'm saying this guy does – it sounds – from what I saw in Hereditary, this guy does a lot of the fucking basics and shit. He got it down. You know what I'm saying? Like he's – like for like well, I guess what Chris is trying to say is that – Yeah, like like this is a guy who like 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 – you got to think, Sergio. There's two different types of films that you're going to get in, in life. There's the A24 films where the it's all on the director and they get to do whatever the heck they want. Or you got these universal films where everyone's tied to their back of their hands and they have to do exactly what Universal wants. Something along those lines. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you have Midsommar and you have this director doing whatever the heck he wants, like this guy went to school for this. You know, like this is like... He's a Kubrick-esque person who is going to do something Kubrick. Kubrick-esque that's like 
like he's going to do things to uh, a, like the penny down to the penny down to the wire. Everything is going to be to a key to him. So that's like, you have to kind of respect directors who go out of the way and do stuff like that. That's my biggest gripe with this film is that people put it on a pedestal and unless, until you watch it and you could really decipher that to yourself, like, like kind of op- going in with an open mind, like I'm saying, like just because I'm shooting on this film doesn't mean like I don't like film and I don't appreciate it. It's yeah. just not my cup of tea. But the fact that people like Chris who hasn't seen it already is, is putting Whoa. it like in that aspect. All I'm saying well, is, that's what you're saying. No, 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 look, I'm saying is everyone has a different idea of what their their good a good film is. Like this is not yes. an argument that we can win. But you said something like uh, you you said you said I don't like I don't want to make film. I don't want to oh, make film. Right? That's what his point was. That's what, what his point is. That- you That's never picked up a camera and like studied shots and shit like that. I'm not saying you don't enjoy script writing or anything like that. Yeah. yeah so that, that that's his point in saying that like we, it's expected to for you to say something about this film like that when you yeah. when you're not going out of your way to appreciate films or be want to be a filmmaker. He's not saying you know. I get what you mean. Like you're saying like what you're trying to say is like if I don't like this film, I'm not gonna be a director now. <laughs> 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 nah. Well, I, I watch the film first, Chris. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not, not your, I'm not shitting on your take, bro. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just saying, like, that's what it sounds like. I'm just I, saying well, you're it, a fucking bitch. We're, we're gonna get that's more. That. We're gonna get nah. more crazy films from this guy. I mean, our Ari Aster has been making films since 2011. His first short was called "The Strange Thing About the Johnsons," and then oh, uh, his he did that one. Yeah, dude, that one. I saw that film. I saw that short film. When I was in high school, because my friend showed oh. it to me, I oh, was okay. like, "What the fuck?" It was a good one. It was. Okay, I, have to, I have to look it up. Weird. You're not. Gonna, then, you're, not you're gonna. You're gonna watch the first scene. You're not even know what the fuck it's about, man. Okay, I'll watch it. Good. Then. I'll watch it then. I'll take your take on it. I'm glad that you know it. So that makes me excited. 2016 was his last short film, Sieste La Vie, and then his 2018 debut of his film hereditary and then obviously 2019 was midsummer so these were ones, oh, yeah, these films. ones but they came out back to back so i guess you can see why they were so similar you know you you really have to give directors time to span out what they can create i think one director you can really appreciate that from is stanley kubrick uh tarantino yeah you can do that too um but stanley kubrick in the sense that like he did 2001 a space odyssey which was a sci-fi film um and then you have full metal jacket which was a, a war film and then you have you know you have different themes the shining a horror film like, he he touched base on a lot of different types of films you know but he had his way of doing it so we're gonna see great things from ari aster you, you see everyone watching his film so i mean out of his two so and 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 the strange thing about miss about the johnsons apparently since sergio's seen it that's a crazy one. I'm not gonna lie, that one yeah. was good. He is he is not the same director from that one. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah. But watch the movie. I mean, tell me what you guys think. Am, am I going crazy for hating it? You know. I, I mean, are, is that what you're saying? Like, tell me what you what, like. Your last final thought. Like, are you saying that you hate it, or are you saying that what What is your last my thought? final? My final thoughts want, are. <laughs> I don't know this, what your. This movie has too much. It, it, it's split. It's split between people, right? But the thing that I don't like about it is like people who say like if you don't get it or you don't like it, it means that you don't know about it. That's my biggest thing. It's like you could go into a movie not liking it, but like this movie is really split between people who genuinely don't like it and people who genuinely 
adore it and praise it. And I feel like this is one of the first movies that I've seen in a long time that's like you get either or, you know. And it, it it's all really just based on the director and his approach on it. Like, and uh, that's my biggest thing. It's like if, like right now, this whole thing is like, do you appreciate it or do you understand it? And it's like maybe it's just like I just it's not my cup of tea, and we can leave it at that, you know. But then like people start saying stuff mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't get yeah. it, and that's where it's like that's where it gets me, you know. I think I think that was the first thing you you, you did, Nate. Well, you when I first it. talked about it, but on but, but just yeah. so but just so you know, I don't get it either. Yeah, no, 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 no I don't, I don't, under, I don't understand it a hundred percent either. Yeah. So that's why no, that's I'm why not you... it in a bad way. Yeah. But just like it's like it automatically brings up the argument, right? I could just be like, oh, I don't like it, and then but the first thing you said was you don't get it, and then that's where it's like, oh, okay, like it, some horror films or some films maybe they're not about that. Maybe it's not about getting it. In fact, I think most films are like that. Most of them, it's like it's all about perspective. It's all about what you think. Interesting. But, yeah, there's there's definitely that take on uh, what like you're putting. Why is Django is. my favorite movie of all time? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. You know, Django. Like, I love that movie. It's quote oh, quotable. Django. It's fucking funny. It's action. The storyline's good. The fucking you root for the characters. Like you like you have a villain that you hate. That's the kind of stuff I like. I don't know. I'm, then again, fucking people who like Tarantino are also pretentious too. There you go. <laughs> can we all can we all give a movie we recommend to watch tonight in Halloween? Uh, like, the Witch. One the Witch. I watched. It. Yeah, Trick or Treat as well. That one's a good one. Uh, great recommendation, watched, uh, Chris. The Invitation. I watched. No. Woo! Nate, you're watching movies tonight, huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm watch, starting in a couple of hours. Actually, I'm going to start watch off with the, Trick or Treat. Actually, good one, Chris. Watch The Invitation. Yep. The Invitation. I think it's on and Netflix. then yeah. I have another one that I have to watch on Netflix. Someone said the host or the ho- the the hush or I don't know. I heard I to, wait, hush is the one with the girl who's deaf. Yeah, I've seen that one actually. I have, okay. to, I have to figure yeah. But this lots of movies to watch. This this is how I'd start off a movie night for Halloween. All right? Oh, it's on Netflix, dude. Watch it. Start off afternoon, grill, grill up some food. Yeah. Throw on Simpsons. I'm making chicken in the background. Yeah, yeah. Right. Then you move into Scooby Doo Zombie Island. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, there. you throw on you throw on some good shit. Trick or treat for sure. Yeah. It's a yeah. good one. Trick or Hocus Pocus. Yep, classics. Well you gotta throw on Hocus Pocus if you have like yeah. kids or like some someone that doesn't want to watch, watch scary movies. Watch tonight. Just throw on Hellraiser for them. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, for sure, watch the invitation. Though I'm gonna bug you about it tonight, okay? Dude, I, I remember. Right. Do you guys remember the first? Uh, yes, you too. Which one? The invitation. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Do that you guys one's remember? Really good, do you guys remember the first? I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but do you guys remember the, your first like horror movie that actually like scared the fuck out of you when you were a Thirteen kid? Ghosts. The Ring. Thirteen Ghosts. That was Thirteen good. Ghosts scared the shit out of me, dude. For whatever reason it was, I think I think it was a Jekyll who scared me, but it was just oh, more yeah. the idea of like being locked in a room where you can't see ghosts and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was, I don't know. That one, that one caught me for some reason. That one gave me nightmares. Weren't yeah. we like, weren't we too old though? Like we were like, what, 10? Movie came on 01. Weren't we 10 years old or something? Dude, I was like eight. Yeah. It was I remember there. when that movie came out. Yeah. It was, it was around that time. I think the movie that scared the first movie, I, the first two that come to mind for me are, uh, the old school it from the eighties. Oh, pussy. I was like, I think I saw that when I was like six or seven, bro. Oh, I thought when I was way older than that. 
Yeah, you. Um, armor. Here's another question. Uh, what what was the earliest age you started uh, like um, exposing yourself to like horror and stuff? Like you were you like you were not like really afraid of it. I was exposed pretty early because my Maybe cousin he choose a was into word. all that stuff. Horror? <laughs> no, exposed. Oh jeez. Nah, I'm <laughs> oh, gonna say geez. that. I would bring it down more like I would bring it down more like when was the first time I started actually like liking horror films? I was like, yeah, I would watch them with my cousin when I was younger, so like seven. I had an older cousin who would always like. Well, my dad. I remember when I, I my dad was probably the first one that he would we'd watch uh, horror movies on TV. Like, well, he'd watch them, and I'd be like, I'd want to stay up, and he's like, you're gonna get scared, and I was like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> so I remember the first one that one of the first ones that really like scared the fuck out of me. Have you guys ever seen Silver Bullet? No. It's, uh, it's, it's a werewolf. Huh? It's a werewolf mm. movie. It's a kid in a wheelchair. And, uh, yeah, he encounters a werewolf. And uh, what's his name? Crazy dude. What's his name? Fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, Sean William Scott. No, 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 no. This is way <laughs> older. This is, like, in the, I think, in the 80s. Um, oh, actually, you know who we forgot to mention? Uh, rest in peace to Sean Connery. Break, oh, yeah. This is Gary breaking Boots. news. Where did he die? Yeah, he died today. No way. Yeah, man. 90 oh, years old. Sean Connery. Rest God, in peace, man. I, 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 my favorite uh, Sean Connery film, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You guys remember that one? My favorite Sean Connery film. Of uh, I don't know. Sir Sean Connery. Respect that, man. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen came out in 2003. I remember when that movie came out, I felt like I was a superhero. That movie made me feel like I was a superhero. That came around uh, Van Helsing, right? Same time? Oh, yeah. Uh, around around that time, yeah. yeah. I think Van, like Helsing. Van, Helsing Van Helsing was uh, Hugh Jackman, right? Yep, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, that was a great one. I liked the scene with the, with, with, the, with the bat women. You would like yeah. that one. The heartbeat? great. The harpies, the harpy ladies. There you go. That's what that's what they reminded me of. Um, what uh, that that wraps up this October madness, though, right? Yeah, yeah. That wraps up the podcast too. Let's <laughs> wrap it up. All right, guys, that was fun. Uh, everybody have a safe and happy happy Halloween. You know, uh, if you're going trick or treating out there, fucking be safe. Don't wear a mask. You know, How about yeah, don't. wear a mask. How about don't? Just but don't. If, people are though. Yeah, but yeah, like, but, don't like, but the, I, like, I, I would not recommend anyone do that because just think about it. Like, there's been so much celebrations that have been going on, and then people just think about the multiply, the multiplying system. You know, like, all right, whatever. As much as we say we they shouldn't, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, be safe if you are, even though. No, well, 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 you know what? Here's what we'll say: Listen to where where you live and your rules and regulations. If you don't have anything holding you back from doing something, then. But like you know, do whatever you need to do. Just stay right. home, watch horror movies. You know, stay make home, some dude. popcorn, make some snacks. Like it's Saturday, man. Like chicken wings, horror movies, and, and candy. I don't know. And I was trying to rhyme there. And <laughs> some treats and strippers <laughs> <laughs> and dollar dollar bills. Dollar, watch dollar creep dollar show. Watch creep show. Yeah, watch the invitation. Watch creep show. Don't watch, watch a nightmare. <laughs> watch a nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, watch some. Watch, watch over the garden wall. Watch for the kids out there. The witch. Watch. There's something about the Johnsons. Watch. 
Anyway. Watch Fright Night. Ginger Snaps. Follow me, follow me on Instagram, everybody. Checko14, C-H-E-C-O, number four, T-E-E-N. And you can you follow, follow me. me on TikTok on that one. And follow me on Twitter at DisclaimerPod. And Mighty Morphin PN. Oh, don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram, Mighty Morphin Podcast Network. Boom! Nate, your turn. You can follow me on Twitter at Nathan Scott Show. On Instagram at the State of Nate. And for everything Space Kaiju, you can head to www.thenathanscottshow.com. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love you 9,000. I love you 10,000. Thanks, guys. Happy Halloween! <laughs>